Lunch with Pippa Hudson. And now, Consumer Talk featuring Wendy Nola. Lovely to have Wendy with us in studio this afternoon. We're going to start by looking at a couple of positive stories. Then we're going to revisit a perennial question around what is fair and right in terms of return policies, returns policies. A few other bits and bobs as well if we have time. And we're always happy to take your open line questions as well. Just a reminder, the number to dial is 021-446-0567. And you can send a voice note to 072-567-1567. So before we get to the main story on returns, Wendy. Quite refreshing for a change to get not one, but three positive consumer stories in the past fortnight. Thought it would be fun to start and give some credit where credit is due. Uh, absolutely. I'm all for that. And please okay. keep them coming. Don't only write to us um, when you've had a terrible experience, but it's it's only fair to give credit where it's due. And it also um, gives uh, consumers an idea of what they can expect as good service and should expect and the other players in the industry uh, kind of nod towards what perhaps they should also be doing exactly so so the first one came from regular Cape Talk listener listener Halbert who was full of praise for a business called Cool Co Car Air Conditioners the aircon in in his uh, Nissan Maxima was not cooling so he took it into Cool Co to take a look they realized it wasn't a major system issue but simply a, a matter of a control that needed a bit of wiggling to get it going again. (laughs) Albert says they didn't charge him a cent for their time. I really appreciate his integrity and honesty. He wrote he could quite easily have said that he had regassed the system and charged me accordingly and I would not have been any the wiser. And I think that's the thing. That's the, the really important thing about Holbert's email that struck me because so many of us are in that position, Wendy. We don't know any better. You we just trust. are reliant on the fact that the person we're dealing with is, is honest and forthright. And, and when something lovely. like that happens, you do think it's something serious, not just a bit of a, exactly. a, a knob that needs a wiggle. And it's so lovely to I be love reminded that. that, you know, sometimes it's, it is something simple and it's lovely that somebody acknowledged that and acted accordingly. So well done to Cool Co Car Air Conditioners. Then the second uh, bouquet comes from another regular listener, Deval Davis, who CC'd me in on an email he sent to Home of Living Brands, which is a group specializing in home mm-hmm. appliances. And this is what he wrote. Uh, so remind, remember, he's mailing the actual store um, sure. and CCing me. He said, I don't know who to thank. I had a faulty Russell Hobbs coffee machine, right about 18 years old, which after three attempts to repair uh, were were still not working properly. Today I collected a brand new (laughs) state-of-the-art coffee machine valued at three and a half thousand rand given to me free of charge. I shall support the Russell Hobbs brand and Home of Living brands forever. I've copied Pippa Hudson of Cape Talk Radio on this mail. You deserve recognition for service beyond my expectations, particularly when good service seems to have all but disappeared. Please thank your Cape Town staff on my behalf. For an 18-year-old machine to replace it, uh, Wendy, I just think that's extraordinary. No, you, no you hear these things occasionally, yeah. but very occasionally, and, and so lovely. Um, of Deval to actually share it with us because yeah, it, that, it deserves it deserves a shout really out. Something special. And speaking of shout outs, our third one comes from our listener George. She says, "I thought I'd share a bad experience made good by Discovery Visa card." And and for me, that's the thing. It's not about the mistake; it's about how it's handled, and that's how, yeah. what we should judge people and companies on. George says, I bought some stuff online from Proton Solar. I normally research online suppliers well before purchasing, but this transaction was preceded by a comedy of errors, and in the rush, I did not do due diligence. More's the pity. (laughs) I paid using my Discovery Visa card. After a week, I had received no notification of purchase from Proton, nor had I received the goods. 
I called but no answer. I emailed but no reply. I eventually contacted Payfast, the company which facilitated the transaction. They were of limited use. I was then contacted by Proton, told no stock was available until next week. So I so I said I would wait. A week later, still no stock, so I cancelled. A week later, still nothing. Proton said they had told Payfast to refund, and Payfast said there had been no such instruction. Oi. I hear this many times, by the way. People actually send <coughs> false, um, made-up fake emails from Payfast saying um, uh, something about, you know, that they have done the reverse the, the transaction, reverse the transaction yeah. and there's been no such thing. So, George says, um, I contacted Discovery Visa Card. A week later, they had fully refunded me and were launching a full investigation into the matter. That's what I call good service. And if I could just jump in there, that's called chargeback. And that's yeah. what the banks, the um, the uh, credit card companies, Visa and MasterCard, offer as a consumer protection worldwide through the issuing bank, in this case, Discovery. But often the banks... Um, don't act swiftly and um, they put obstacles in the way and and so it is very much largely down to the service of the issuing bank whether you get it and how fast you get the refund so so ups there um, to I've discovery had, visa yes yeah. where it's due. and also I'll just add that George sent us a follow up mail a, a day or two ago eventually Proton <laughs> did come through and refund him okay. so now he's got a refund discovery yes. for the refund he's already busy. oh my gosh but this is the <laughs> thing and terms of the CPA if you don't get what you paid for when they promise it's online it's normally a, a window of say four to six weeks or five to ten days or whatever it is you are owed a refund at that point and you can cancel you know for no penalty so a full refund um, so he's got two now. And so he's got two, but now it's up to him to, to, yeah. to make sure that, and he said it, it says it on the record. So yes, I'm sure George will, will He did, will do he the did right say, I will, I will have to pay Discovery back now. But there we go. So that's good news indeed. Thank you so much to all of those listeners who took the time to share the positive stories with us. And if you've got one for somebody who you think deserves recognition for good service, we love getting those stories as well as the complaints and problems that we so often do. Mm. So keep them coming, please. Okay, on to today's story of uh, returns policies. Wendy, this is still one of those very, very common recurring issues we get such a lot about, either stores that didn't follow the rules of the CPA or customers who didn't really understand what they're entitled to in terms of refunds and returns. Yes, I would say it's the most common complaint. I get that's why I'm a bit of a stuck record on this, because 11 years after the Consumer Protection Act came into force, it will be... um, 11 years on the 1st of April, actually, almost 11 years. Um, this is still the most misunderstood part of the CPA, and it's also the the, the um, subject of most of the emails that I get. So what the CPA did, Section 56 to be exact, is give we consumers the right to our choice of remedy if something we've bought fails in some way within six months of purchase. So pre-CPA days, what would happen was the retailer would um, reserve the right to give you the remedy that was best for them and in most cases that would be a repair and if they couldn't repair then they would replace or give you a credit note. Yeah. They, The very last thing that retailers want to do, retailers and their suppliers, um, is uh, put their hand in the till and, or, refund. and refund you. Yeah. They don't want to do, suffer that loss. Um, but the CPA said, actually, no, that's not fair to consumers um, and Hence, CPA section 56. But some retailers, including major ones with a national footprint, and it's not just one, it's several, are still on occasion denying their customers this basic right, still letting their suppliers dictate that refunds aren't an option. Sometimes, admittedly, it's a case of a store assistant or manager who's badly trained or just not applying themselves on the day. But the upshot is that the consumer is denied their CPA rights unless they are able to get some 
outside help. And the point is they shouldn't have to. There shouldn't be these confrontations and this mm. unnecessary, uh, these unnecessary disputes um, when something goes wrong within six months of purchase. Everybody should know. All the paperwork should support the process. And I, I'm, I'm horrified, actually, that you know, more than a decade on, it's still not the case. Um, and, and it's not just, uh, you know, an isolated case. It, it's it's fairly common. Yeah. So let's let's talk about today's case study. Okay. So Janine Lamuth bought a Greco baby, baby feeding chair. She has a nine-month-old for 1,300 Rand from Baby City in Somerset West in November. So this month, two months on, one of the pop rivets which holds the cover onto the chair base broke out. She contacted the store manager requesting a refund as is her right in terms of the CPA, as we've been saying. Um, I should say at this point, and, and this does cause some confusion as well, people go and want an immediate refund, but retailers uh, do have the right to send the product for technical assessment in order to rule out abuse, or, or if not abuse, then some accident or some mistake, some mishandling on the consumer's part. Um, which caused the problem. In other words, it's not a manufacturer's defect. It's actually some. It's the consumer's fault, to put it in a nutshell. Okay. Um, and in, in such cases, it wouldn't be fair then for the um, retailer stroke um, supplier to have to um, be liable for that, right? So often what happens is that people at the, at the store accept these allegedly defective goods will say, we're just going to send it off to our supplier. And then I get the email saying they don't want to give me a refund because it's not communicated properly. What should happen, there should be a form that says, we're going to send this off for assessment. What is your chosen recourse? Should mm-hmm. a defect be, be confirmed? Yeah. Uh, but no, you get forms that say, we're going to get to it, that say, um, you know, repair document. And so it causes a whole lot of unnecessary confusion. Angst. Yeah. Um, what happened in this case? Yes. Okay. Well, we've got Janine with us on the line to tell us a little bit more about what happened. Janine Lama, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. So you took the chair in to Baby City in Somerset West where you'd bought it and said, I'd like um, a refund, please, uh, which you knew you were entitled to. But um, you were declined. Tell us what happened. Yes. So basically what happened is the manager Ray said that um, she needs to phone the, uh, the Graco rep. Um, and he needs to come and view the chair. And once he's made his decision, she will act accordingly. So if he says no refund, then she can't do a refund. If he says repair, then she'll do a repair, um, etc. So basically, according to her, it was up to the Graco rep how she should act. Um, so I said, I, I really, really want a refund. Um, please call the Graco rep. And I ended up staying in the store for 40 minutes, waiting for her to get hold of the rep. And the rep agreed that he would come the next day, which was the Friday, um, to come and assess the chair. Um, I asked her again for a refund, and she said, um, I mustn't uh, get my hopes up um, because they've actually only got a repair policy um, or a repair see, warranty. See why I got um, and they don't case. usually yeah. do the refund. Um, so I ended up leaving the chair there, um, and then I left um, quite angrily. Um, but everything was handled quite professionally, to be honest, from my side. Mm-hmm. Um, then on the Friday morning, the Graco rep called me. He said he looked at the chair and the rivet has broken out and they are not willing to refund me. Um, it is their right. They're going to send the chair to Durban for to be repaired. So I said, I don't want the chair. Um, I've lost faith in the product. I don't want it to be repaired. Yeah. Um, I don't want to exchange, which he didn't offer in any case. Um, I want a refund. I want to buy a different brand at a different shop. This has just been a complete, a terrible experience. Um, he then told me this is not an option. 
um, it will it will have to get sent to Durban. And I didn't accept this, um, as I know that I was entitled to a refund. So he said he would chat to his, his manager, the manager of Graco. It's Graco or Bambino, I'm not sure. I think Bambino is the holding company. Okay. Yeah, Graco is uh, the brand and Bambino is the, the, the supplier the company. Okay. The company. Yeah, so the supplier company. Um, then about an hour later, he called me back. Um, and his manager said that uh, apparently told him that I'm not entitled to a refund um, and that the product will have to get either sent back or he's agreed to exchange the frame. So I take my old cover and clip it onto a new frame. I told him I don't want this. I don't accept this um, as I've lost faith in the product. Um, and he basically told me that I'm being difficult and I don't want to accept anything that he says. So I said, you know what, I'm entitled to a refund. Um, uh, and his manager needs to call me. So now I was actually doubting myself a little bit because his manager told them that they were entitled to, to, to only repair it, and that's when I actually emailed Wendy. Okay, so Wendy stepped in and uh, started following yes. up on this uh, on this subject. And uh, um, I mean, you must have been feeling, Janina. I mean, uh, the feeling towards the Graco Bambino brand being one thing. The store you'd bought it from was the place that you felt owed you a refund for the item. How are you feeling towards the way you were being treated by Baby City at this point? Um, no, I was really upset because by Friday afternoon, I still haven't, I didn't hear anything from Baby City. So I personally, as a consumer, was dealing with their supplier, which I felt wasn't right. I feel like I, my relationship was with Baby City. I bought the product from Baby City and Baby City had to deal with me. And what happens behind the scenes with Baby City and Graco is really none of my business. Quite right. Um, the rep looked at the chair. He agreed that the chair has it was broken. It was a factory fault or whatever he said. Um, and by that, I should have been entitled to my refund. Absolutely. Right. Now, Janine, please stay on the line. I'm, I'm watching the time yes, when we're going to have to break for news and carry on afterwards, I think. But, uh, um, I mean, just to recap, what Janine has said there is very important. She has a relationship with the store that sold her the item. Am I correct in thinking she's 100% right in expecting that the store should sort it out and then remedy its own relationship with Graco on its own time? Yes. The CPA doesn't... Um doesn't specify that actually. I, I had this. Uh, I brought this up with the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud, Mahat and Bachlele, just last week actually on another case um, where an online retailer um, fobbed off a complaint about a laptop to the supplier, and he wasn't happy about that. Um, and uh, Mahata said the act holds the um, both this, uh, just talks about the supplier. So it would be jointly and severally the, the retailer, the agent, the, the distributor, the importer, the manufacturer, all of them. But she said um, if it was the case that the retailer was going to fob you off to the supplier. In other words, the retailer to who I've always felt, whoever you hand your money to is responsible if something goes wrong. In the first six months, mm. mind you, after that, it's when it's a CPA, in, after yeah. that they can send you straight to the, to the agent. They can't forever be responsible, but in yeah. the first six months. And Bechata um, said, no, um, yes, that is um, best practice. And if, that, and if it's not the case, then the consumer should be, that should be brought to the consumer's attention in a very... Um, obvious and way and they should um, acknowledge it and it should be done very transparently um, but uh, yeah and certainly I, I share um, Janine's um, th- um, sort of sense of frustration well, and exactly frustration and her, and her, and her um, 
some belief that 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 the retailer should um, look after her in that first six, in that six months period, okay. which didn't happen. But we'll get to we'll get to that because Wendy's had some, um, some communication with Baby City after this. Janine told us about the high chair that she'd bought from Baby City in Somerset West. A rivet popped out within a month or two of buying it, and when she took it back to the store, she got the runaround and was told, sorry, we not, we don't do refunds, we've got to send it away for repairs. Now, Wendy, you stepped in at this case and you went to Baby City yes. uh, to engage with them. Tell us what happened. It, yeah, it was particularly concerning to me because the um, supplier in this case had um, told Janine that, yes, it is defective, but also you're not getting a refund. And I thought... Know, almost 11 years on CPA. That's not good enough. It's not good yeah. enough. It's a two-month-old product. Um, so my first question to to Baby City was, is it standard Baby City policy in CPA warranty cases, in other words, those defects that um, alleged defects that arise within six months of purchase, to refer customers to the supplier rather than handling that returns process yourself in liaison with the respective uh, supplier? And secondly, on what grounds uh, was Janine's CPA right to refund denied in this case? So Baby City MD Michel Aronoff um, responded himself. He said it was true that it was his manager's duty to resolve the issue with the customer. Bambino's sole purpose, that's the supplier in this case, should have been to establish whether the damage was as a result of a factory fault or abuse, he said. Remember I spoke about the um, the yeah. technical assessment. It appears that the manager has not stuck to company policy in both her approach and communication with the customer. We will follow up internally on the points below and will discipline her accordingly. Uh, Baby City's policy, he said, was if the product is faulty, we have and always do afford the customer a refund option as afforded by the CPA. Our store policy signage clearly indicates as much and has been our approach from the time Baby City was founded. That's 29 years ago. And I don't get regular complaints about this, which made it all the more um, astonishing for me that Mm. this had happened and that the supplier had also... um, Said no, <laughs> almost made Janine feel silly for yeah. for suggesting that she wants a refund. There's one other complaint in from someone in the SMS line saying, "I'm thrilled my kids are grown up. One of the reasons I'm thrilled is that I'm no longer having to deal with Baby City. They are notorious for their attitude to returns." So that's well, the experience of one person on the SMS yes, line. Yes, I'll get to Janine. that later okay. because they're defective returns and they're change of heart returns, and oh, they two are different two things. different. Yeah. And okay. if most, if not all, the complaints I get about Baby City are from people who've misunderstood their rights. They want a refund fund for something they don't want or that they got duplicates of at their baby shower and there's no legal obligation to refund in those cases and most if not all retailers don't do it okay so, so they we'll get back to, to be very yeah. fair about that yeah. anyway so let's get back to this case in which case there was most definitely uh, a defect and most definitely the right on janine's part to get a refund um so Michelle Aronoff continued, the MD of Baby City. It appears that the Bambino rep considered the floor to be fact- a factory fault and called a superior who incorrectly advised him to swap the frame of the chair for the customer. The rep did confirm that the customer was told by him that she would not be refunded. I've now personally spoken to the director of Bambino about this matter and he's given me an undertaking to review the matter internally and reinforce the CPA with his staff. Equally, I've also, I have already spoken to all parties concerned on the Baby City side and given direction on future communications with our customers when such matters arise and Janine has been invited to collect her refund at any time. Janine, is that true? Have you been invited to go and get your refund? Um, Yes, so I spoke to the manager who said, yes, I can come and get my refund um, any day of the week except Friday because she's off and unfortunately she will not be able to refund me on Friday because she won't be there. Um, So I had to plan my week around her off day. 
But you're getting your refund at the bottom line. If I can button there, I did did, um, communicate that back to the MD who said that's absolutely nonsense. It doesn't make any difference. Please tell Janine she can go any day she wants and (laughs) any store staff will be able to give her her refund. So it does seem like there's a bit of um, retraining required at that store. And I think, Janine, you've done a great service for a lot of people way beyond this store and, and your particular product because here it's led to the MD of a major baby goods retailer having a word with a retail with a supplier who wasn't playing ball um and and one of the things that came out of this was that this md said um you know we do want consumers to come directly to us if they've got a problem because we have buying power we have clout with our with our suppliers that an ordinary consumer would not and that's yeah. that's i think that's part of your the price you pay built into the cut that they take as a retailer mm-hmm. is is that they look after you in those first 6 months of the CPA mm-hmm. warranty where your rights are very clear in, by law so I think this case for me was thank you so much for bringing it to me, Janine. Thanks, thanks for for doubting yourself at that moment and, 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 and seeking no, and, and clarity. I want to add bravo for sticking to your guns absolutely. and being so absolutely Not being bullied. of what your rights were and refusing to back down. So thank you very much for that, and great to have you with us on the show today. Great, thank you so much. All the best to you, Janine Lama. So Janine will finally get her money back, which is the outcome we were looking for and that she knew she was entitled to all along. Wendy, just a point. So let's get back to that issue of the, we've been talking here about a defective item. So the item that Janine bought had an issue and needed to be replaced. No questions asked. There is the issue, though, as you say, of the change of heart return. When somebody has bought an item and decides they don't like it anymore or was maybe gifted an item and wants to return it, that is a very different set of circumstances. Yeah, that's a very different set yeah. of circumstances. And I get I get a lot of complaints from Baby City customers in particular. I think because if you think about it, your baby items would be something that would be very prone to you wanting to change. It's the wrong size. It's the wrong color. You It was a blue baby girl and you, got, you had a girl, you know, all that sort of stuff. Or you got two compact it's very common mm. um, and and Baby City will not give a refund nor will 99.9% of other retailers in the case of non-defective returns a change of heart the CPA doesn't cover that at all you are entirely at the retailer's mercy on that one if they do take it back which happens in most cases, the bigger retailers anyway, as a customer service, if it's in a resellable condition, because obviously why should they suffer a loss? Yeah. If, it, if the product's in a resellable condition uh, with proof of purchase, you they will most will give you a credit voucher or a, um, a um, an exchange, allow you to exchange it for a different color, whatever. But there's, mm. but that that's even that is not um, a legal requirement on their part. They can actually say no. Um, so that's. Um, unfortunately, the, the confusion comes in that people don't, and retailers are guilty of this as well, as I keep saying, they don't very clearly draw the distinction between these are your rights and our policies in terms of good effective returns. And and these are the, our voluntary policies around Aren't the return of... Uh, so in other words, often it'll, it'll be the case and touches on something I might, we might mention later. Um, they will say we, you can't bring back um, any sale item. Of course, if the item's effective within six months of purchase, then you it doesn't can. matter yep. whether it was on sale or not. But they can, and obviously they do that because there's a much lower chance of them being able to, to resell. Yeah. Well, so here's another example: a WhatsApp saying, "What is the policy when one receives a gift that does not fit?" There I tried go. to change a pair of sandals at Fashini, but was told they require a gift voucher. The sandals still had the tag on them, but the price didn't appear on it. 
Yes, I suppose they want to know at what price they were bought. Sometimes people buy it at a, at a sale, sale price yeah. and on a sale, and um, they're, they're a bit cheeky, wanting the full price as a credit to get something else. I mean, consumers do very naughty things, some of them. Mm-hmm. And so without the proof of when it was bought and at what price, I understand the reticence to take it back. And as I say, remembering that legally they don't have to take them back at all. Here's the opposite end of the spectrum, though. How about this? Uh, somebody messaging me to say, YDE, Young Designers Emporium, refunded me the full price of a garment that shrunk after a 10-day assessment with their supplier. I had worn it twice, washed it, and then it shrunk. And the comment is, I am so pleased uh, because I didn't of even course. have a receipt. All I had wow. was a bank statement. Well done, YDE. So that yeah. is, it is proof of purchase, but it doesn't prove that she bought that exact item. They obviously did the right thing, knew yeah. that for sure that it was their item. These um, shrinking things are difficult because normally, I've, you know, over the years I've handled so many of them, and normally there'll be the accusation that it was washed in the wrong way, and yeah. then it's he said, she said, and no proof either way. They're difficult. So well done, YDE. Um, I dare say they might have had more than one case, so they knew they were maybe expecting it. But but uh, as I say, mostly these don't go the way of the consumer. Well, certainly not that I hear of. So thank okay. you for sharing that. We've got to take a short break. We're back after this with more of your consumer queries. Oh two one four four six oh. 0567 is the number to dial if you'd like to ask a question. Cape Talk. Consumer Talk. WhatsApp on 072-567-1567. Another positive story on Russell Hobbs. Wendy, at the beginning of the show, we relayed that email from somebody who's 18-year-old was it a kettle had been replaced with no questions? This was a coffee, coffee machine. machine. Yeah. And here's Tracy in Somerset West saying, I had a similar excellent experience with Russell Hobbs a few years ago. I had a jug blender and sadly the glass jug cracked to my horror. I got in, in t- contact with a lovely understanding gentleman, Russell Hobbs, explaining my predicament since my then five-month-old baby was going on to solid foods and mm-hmm. I preferred making homemade food. The jug was replaced and delivered via courier to my home free of charge. Now, that was unexpected and greatly appreciated, she said. I'm sorry I don't remember his name, but his amazing service will always be fondly remembered. Wow. That is going the extra Let's mile. hear more Russell Hobbs Oh, wow. Stories. Oh, wow. Thanks, And Tracy. it's not a very, as appliances goes with the highest ticket brand out there. It's I not mean, like you're spending thousands. No, no, no. It's, it's, yeah, I, I really, true. I'm very pleasantly surprised. You see, by people don't generally tell me the good news story. Yeah. So, I mean, I had no idea um, that this was the kind of above and beyond stuff that happened. Maybe it's isolated cases, but it's even so, very yeah. lovely to hear. Okay, so let's bring in another return story. Charles is on the line from Durbanville. I believe yours relates to a printer. Charles, good afternoon. Hi, Pepper. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Charles. Yeah, um, yeah I've had a problem with I bought a 3D printer from a company called Build Volume in Somerset West. Um, So my first 3D printer, I bought the unit from them in November. And um, from the minute I bought this printer, we had constant issues that it loses its... uh, When you you do your 3D printing, the the bed it leaks, loses its leveling. Um, I had a printer for two days. We checked all the videos training how to do the leveling. We went back. I went to... Took the unit back four or five times to Somerset West from Devonville, okay. saying, "Guys, there's something wrong. This thing doesn't want to print. That the stuff doesn't want to stick." We've did the different settings and got it working, and then the thermostat backed up on the unit, and the the, the little fan that cools the thing down. Took it back in and said, "Guys, this is now broken, and this is an issue, and the stuff still doesn't want to hear it, it stick." And then. Send it, they send it off and they refuse to repair this or replace the unit. They want to assess and repair and they keep saying blaming user error. 
I said, guys, but they said, we don't, they said, we don't read the, the settings and also, but we're doing all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, they're not prepared to, to replace a unit. I said to them that the first specs when we bought the unit does, isn't bevel. So when you tighten the screws, it splits the, the, the first specs. The stuff doesn't, yeah. And so it's a constant problem. The guys just refuse to, to listen. They said, no, they'll repair it and after to pay for repairs. Oh, no way. <laughs> well, I, I think. The unit, I mean, I was there eight times. They didn't say, yeah, no, but they, they did me a favor by transporting the, the, the units from Cape Town to Joburg for assessment. No. And the one time the one guy came to me, I said, but I drove to you eight times. It takes me 35 minutes to drive to you, 35 minutes back. I've got, I bought four and a half thousand of, 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 of 3D film from, from, from them and from different suppliers. But they want to blame everything except that there's something wrong with the unit. Well, I think it would be pretty hard to blame a thermostat going on on, on the user yeah. um, that you don't need any instructions for. So clearly, if you've been listening to the rest of the show, this product is less than six months old um, and um, you the CPA does not exclude printers and, and does not exclude certain suppliers of printers. So um, they, you are entitled to a refund. All I can suggest, Charles, is that you send me an email um, include your receipt and just uh, point by point breakdown of the issues you've experienced since you bought it and a an, uh, contact address for the supplier email address and I'll do the best I can. Okay, Charles. So, um, thank you so much. So, Wendy's email address, thanks so much. If you're still listening, Charles, the email address to use is consumer at nola.co.za, spelled K N O W L E R. She knows a lot about consumer affairs. Consumer at nola.co.za. Please put Cape Talk 3D printer in the subject line, Charles, and Wendy will keep an eye out for it. Um, Nashad WhatsApping to say regarding the returns discussion, I had the same experience with a faulty two month old 10,000 pair of head- headphones are they entitled to give me a certified refurbished replacement unit instead of a brand new pair at their discretion that's a tricky one most will just replace but yes if you think about it your the, the item that you had that that um, stopped working during that six months period or whenever it, it was whether it's a CPA p- uh, warranty period or beyond um, wasn't brand new so it could be argued that replacing it with a brand new item could be um, a form of enrichment. So um, as long as the item wasn't any isn't any older than yours was and is in perfect condition, um, you you wouldn't have a, a right to to complain about that as a consumer. But uh, you would I would watch that very carefully in terms of um, you know establish very quickly whether you're getting full use out of it or not. Um, when he says a two month old pair, I'm not sure no, if he means months. it went wrong after two months or if it was two months old when he bought it. So it would be a different answer uh, depending on that. When yes. he did buy them brand new, he should be given brand new in replacement if they're faulty. Well, yeah. It just the act just says replaced. If you, most people do that, because it's easier to do. But um, and I had this with with cell phone uh, cases as well. But it but was brand new. He said it's a follow up message. It's a brand. Yeah. It yeah, was brand, brand new. Um, best practice would be to replace it. I mean, if you if you're going to choose your supplier, you would go for one that would do that. But um, as long as the item wasn't uh, any older, the replacement one isn't any older, and I would certainly ask for proof and serial mm. and do all of that. I just think that's not uh, there is not it doesn't seem right but he he needs for his purchase price right when we yeah. talked about this recently he needs 6 months use good use undefective non-defective use of a product for 6 months if if they give them that in that it's 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 fine but this business of refurbish is not 
ideal, but I don't think legally he would have a leg to stand on as long as the product was the same spec, not any older than his, and that it gave him... Um, it was in perfect working order. For the yeah. remainder yeah. of those six months. Okay. Um, I'm Sorry, can sorry, I just yeah. say, it's two months older. He is entitled to a refund. I'd rather go for that. So why did you rather just take yes. a refund and not accept the replacement yes. of the certified re- refurbished version, Noshad? Sounds like that would be the safer option. Sorry, my brain took a okay. bit of time to kick into that one. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? What happened with the tainted bean story? Can we still return those? I bought mine at Pick and yes. Pay. You can still. Yes, um, remember yeah. we, we, you Googled it while we were on air yes. a couple of weeks ago. As long as it is the affected batch, there is no... Um, deadline um, that's passed on, on, on returning it. Um, we confirmed this a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Um, the idea is obviously that, that the supplier Tugger Brands wants all those um, all that batch the faulty, in inverted commas, batch mm. a potentially faulty batch to be returned to them. They do not want them out in the marketplace. In the market. So just a reminder that the, the return, uh, the, the, the dates in question were those manufactured between the 1st of May 2019 and the 5th of May 2021. If your, yours is not within those dates, then they are not obliged to take them back. But yes, you can still take those back um, for, for a refund. And on those specific um Cans, products. Yes, okay. Not all Brit this cans. Is, this is an interesting one. Jackie in Somerset West says, I bought a BritBox Years subscription in October last year. I have a MyBox, which I use to get the other subscriptions like Netflix, but it won't get BritBox. I sent them an email to tell them about it. They said, MyBox isn't compatible with getting BritBox and have refused to refund me the cost. Is that right? My instinctive reply is, isn't it Jackie's responsibility to check that the device she has is capable of accepting yeah. that service provider before she commits to it? She would only have a case and it would be against the provider of my box if they said this is BritBox compatible and it turned out not to be. But yes, we consumers have responsibilities along with our rights. And it's like saying, uh, buying a lounge suite and then complaining because it doesn't fit in your lounge. The movers can't get it through the doors and then saying, I want a refund. It, no, the not product's the fine. Fault, it's yeah. not the supplier's fault, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. I think we are going to have to start r- wrapping things up here. Maybe we can just uh, fit in one last question. Not question. It's a comment. It's a thank you, in fact, from Cynthia on the WhatsApp line saying, thank you so much for the previous advice about vouchers. I was given a haircut voucher by my children for Christmas, wanted to use it in January, only to find it had expired on the 31st what? of December. A cheek. I consulted the podcast and armed myself with the information you gave. As you said in the podcast, the guilty party was a small salon. I phoned them and told them their vouchers had to be valid for three years and gave them the date of the law. Their reaction was that the voucher was valid. What? Why would anyone give a voucher with less than a month's validity, Cynthia says. Anyway, long story short, she got her hair cut. <laughs> it did leave a bad taste in my mouth, she said. My thought was that they were ripping off my visiting kids who wouldn't be around for long enough to check whether the voucher had been used or not. But the advice you gave me gave me the confidence to confront them. Oh, Lovely love that, Cynthia. Today. Thank you. Cynthia, I'm so glad you got the haircut and I hope it was a great <laughs> cut after all of that. And thank you for taking the time to give us that feedback. We're going to have to wrap things up there. Wendy, as always, thank you so much for the work you do on our listeners' behalf. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, And we Papa. will chat again next week. Will do.